News Source 1 Messiana. News and headlines the way you want in the morning. This is News to Go, your morning show focusing on the top stories from various news outlets. Also available via our Anchor Podcast app. News Nation this hour, I'm James Sears. John Deere workers in Iowa and Illinois are officially on strike. United Auto Workers Union leaders failed to come to an agreement with the company before the midnight strike deadline. More from News Nation's Kelsey Kernstein. Really, the union workers saying, we want even more pay. We want better benefits, and we also want better plans for those incoming workers. Now, I did speak to an economist who says that these workers, they really want to feel a part of the $6 billion in profit that John Deere is seeing this year, and that a strike is a negotiation tactic, and that it really helps the union get their demands. The last strike in 1986 lasted several months and halted production at 10 plants. An FDA advisory committee is set to meet today to discuss emergency use authorization for Moderna and Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine boosters. It'll also look at data of mix-and-match boosters. The National Institutes of Health finds people who received the J&J vaccine produced stronger antibody levels after getting a Moderna or Pfizer booster shot, and those who originally received Moderna or Pfizer produced stronger immune responses no matter which booster they received. The White House is rejecting an attempt by former President Trump to invoke executive privilege over documents related to the January 6th Capitol riot. The House committee investigating that day has subpoenaed the documents and several former Trump staffers. The National Archives will now be forced to turn over those documents. While roughly 10% of individuals facing charges in connection with the Capitol riots are somehow affiliated with the U.S. military. News Nation Washington correspondent Joe Khalil reports lawmakers are working to figure out why. Jeremy Butler runs Iraq and Afghan Veterans of America. He says oftentimes extremist groups aggressively recruit vets and active duty military members to add legitimacy to their cause. That they bring sort of an air of respectability or credibility. Other vets say this has been a long-standing problem among just a small minority of the military. Part of the challenge is isolation, made worse by the pandemic that many veterans experience post-war. The Aliso Fire in Southern California is growing to over 14,000 acres as more than 1,300 firefighters continue to battle that blaze. The flames broke out Monday afternoon. The Santa Barbara City Fire Department says the fire is only 5% contained. It's burning in an area that has not seen a wildfire since 1955. Find News Nation on your cable or satellite provider and stay up to date around the clock at NewsNationNow.com and on the News Nation Now app. I'm James Sears. The president announced that the Port of Los Angeles is following the lead of the Port of Long Beach in going 24-7. Forty percent of shipping containers that we import into this country come through these two ports. It's an effort to relieve supply chain bottlenecks and move the stranded container ships that are driving prices higher for Americans. Mr. Biden also said shipping companies FedEx and UPS are pledging to work around the clock. Greg Clugston, Washington. During a meeting in Vienna, American and Israeli representatives said they are exploring a plan B for dealing with Iran if it rejects an offer to comply with a revitalized nuclear agreement. Secretary of State Blinken and Israel's foreign minister did not elaborate on what those options might be. Reviving the Iran nuclear deal is the top foreign policy priority for President Biden. In 2018, then-President Trump withdrew the U.S. from the international pact. Greg Clugston. Washington. From the Black Information Network. This is the BIM Daily Update. 
I'm Vanessa Tyler. And I'm Mike Stevens on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. A heartbreaking prayer by students at Phillips Academy in Chicago, Illinois, that they don't get shot simply leaving school, like it happened to the 14-year-old granddaughter of Janice Cobb. She was shot twice. She was inside the school on her way out to meet her mother when the shots rang out. Her granddaughter will recover, so will a 45-year-old security guard, also shot. Sadly, the teen's mother, there to pick her up, saw her daughter go down. Police are looking for the young shooter. The victim's grandmother says a prayer for him, too. So I'm feeling that you the same age that my granddaughter is. And I want you to know that we're praying for you, too. Because I want you to come out of this and get all the help that you need. Ever hear of a juvenile law called criminal responsibility for conduct of another? Well, apparently there isn't one. Yet that made-up violation was imposed on nearly a dozen black children at a Tennessee detention center. Now, the white juvenile judge, Donna Scott Davenport, is under fire for how she ruled in 2016 against children who witnessed a fight against younger kids. A report also found other alleged irregularities, so much so that 11 children affected sued and won a settlement of nearly four hundred thousand dollars soon it will be judgment time for the three white men accused of killing a 25 year old black jogger last year because reportedly they thought ahmaud arbery was a burglar in brunswick county georgia court officials are getting ready mailing jury duty notices to 1,000 people the challenge is finding impartial jurors for father and son greg and travis mcmichael along with their neighbor william roddy bryan a new study says mixing and matching COVID vaccines and boosters appears to be safe and effective. In fact, a National Institute of Health study shows those who got the J&J shot had even more antibody levels when they followed it up with a Moderna or a Pfizer booster. An FDA advisory panel will look over the findings of that study. Did you get counted? The fear is not enough black people did, and the count could be off by two million. Two new analysis suggests the 2020 census, which the Trump administration fought to end early, may have undercounted black people at a significantly higher rate than usual. Less people means a loss of fair representation and federal funding for services like Medicare, Section 8 vouchers, and SNAP for the next 10 years. When there's an emergency call in L.A. County, California, there may be a double. Eric Lee Sr. and Eric Lee Jr. may be called to the rescue. The black father and son are both first responders. Dad is with the Sheriff's Department assigned to the Special Enforcement as a tactical medic. And son is an EMT. And recently, they both showed up at the same emergency call. Honestly, it was probably the best day I've ever had at work. I'm Vanessa Tyler with Mike. Stevens on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. This episode is brought to you by WinBet Sportsbook and Casino. WinBet is live in Michigan, and they have what you need to win. Just download the WinBet app or visit wynnbets.com and enter the promo code SPOTIFY to get up to $1,000 toward a risk-free sports bet. Download, bet, win. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in Michigan. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117. I'm Mike Stevens. And I'm Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. Yo! 
The video you're hearing shows a young black man on the ground in custody and an Ocean City, Maryland police officer kneeing him in the side. And another video shows a rough takedown this summer of a different young black man. There are fences vaping in an unauthorized location. Now black leaders are speaking out about what they call the race-related violent arrest on the eastern shores of Maryland of those whose ancestors originated on the western shores of Africa. And the goal is a very simple goal. It is to ensure that African Americans and people of color receive justice. That's one of the black leaders calling for accountability. They're asking for prosecutors to open an independent investigation into the actions of the officers. In Texas, Atiana Jefferson has not been forgotten. The African-American woman killed by a Fort Worth police officer while doing nothing wrong. And on this two-year commemoration of her death, she is being honored with a proclamation from the Fort Worth City Council. Atiana's life deserves to be celebrated and remembered as the shining light. So today is our first step and honor her as the new council, and we're going to do more. This is not the end. Police officer Aaron Dean was investigating a neighbor's report of an open door at the house where Jefferson was babysitting her nephew. He shot Jefferson through a window. Dean is no longer on the police force, and he's awaiting trial for murder. A group in Texas has filed a motion to intervene as part of a federal court battle over $5 billion in debt relief for black farmers. The relief was promised to black farmers by the Biden White House to level the playing field for what it said was years of favorable treatment to white farmers and discriminatory practices against black farmers. But a judge said that was reverse discrimination. So he ordered the White House to stop the assistance. And now a group of lawyers representing the black farmers is acting in their behalf because it says the U.S. Department of Agriculture and the Justice Department are not defending the assistance plan aggressively enough. China is preparing to test tens of thousands of blood bank samples from the city of Wuhan as part of a probe into the real origins of COVID-19, which has killed and infected millions around the world. But they have to act fast. The blood supply they're examining is from two years ago, and it will soon be too old to provide any clues. We are sad to share an elderly Chicago, Illinois civil rights leader and historian Timuel Black is no longer with us. For all of you here, I used to be your age. <laughs> that was at an event honoring him a few years ago. He was in Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s inner circle, and he mentored a young Barack Obama. Timuel has passed away at the age of 102, a life well lived. For more on these stories and international, national, state, and local news affecting the black community, listen to the Black Information Network on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Mike Stevens with Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. This episode is brought to you by Saks Fifth Avenue. This fall, check out what's new and fresh with the world's top designers at Saks.com. You can go all out in brands like Amiri or Casablanca. Find new denim from Purple Brand and Rag and & Bone. And elevate your sneaker collection with Gucci and Balenciaga. Plus, you'll get free shipping and free returns. Whatever the new normal looks like this fall, there are new looks for it on Saks.com. That's S-A-K-S dot 
your money on the Black Information Network. Good news for those on Social Security. Benefits will rise 5.9% next year. It's the biggest hike in nearly four decades. The boost will benefit roughly 70 million Social Security recipients. The cost of living increase is linked to inflation, which has been on the rise. A new report says Americans should prepare to get hit in the wallet while heating their homes this winter. The U.S. Energy Information Administration says households will spend over 54% more for propane, 43% more for home heating oil, and 30% more for natural gas this winter. Their forecast reflects a surge in energy costs, especially in oil and natural gas. This comes on the heels of already increasing prices nationwide as consumer prices increased more than 5% in September from a year ago. Well, Target is planning to invest $100 million in black-led organizations through 2025. Target officials say as one of the largest retailers in the U.S., they know they have the responsibility and opportunity to use their resources to help end systemic racism and accelerate economic prosperity for black communities. This follows the Minnesota-based company's commitment last year to invest in groups advancing social justice causes across the nation following the murder of George Floyd. Money news at 24 and 54 minutes past each hour. I'm Julius White on the Black Information Network. In this season of Unobscured, we will follow Grigory Rasputin's transformation from a peasant at the crossroads of history to a monster at the center of far too many legends. And in the process, learn how he took the weight of a fallen empire with him to the grave. Join us as we make our way into the burning palaces of Imperial Russia to dig up the truth about Grigory Rasputin. Unobscured Season 4 is available now. Listen and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Download the BIN Daily Update every morning on the iHeartRadio app. A serious crisis is developing between Taiwan and China. Please monitor our Facebook group. The staff at News Source 1 Michiana will keep you abreast of the latest developments. Here is your sweater weather forecast from the National Weather Service of Northern Indiana. On yesterday's Michiana Speakout, Alan Stewart from the Superheroes Hall of Fame was interviewed. Check it out on our podcast page. Thursday. A chance of showers and thunderstorms before 4 p.m., then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm between 4 p.m. and 5 p.m., then a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 5 p.m., mostly cloudy, with a high near 73. South wind 5 to 10 miles per hour becoming west in the afternoon. Chance of precipitation is 60%. Thursday night. A chance of showers and thunderstorms, then showers likely after 8 p.m., mostly cloudy, with a low around 56. Calm wind. Chance of precipitation is 70%. New precipitation amounts between a quarter and half of an inch possible. Friday. Showers and possibly a thunderstorm. High near 68. East wind around 5 miles per hour becoming north in the afternoon. Chance of precipitation is 80%. New rainfall amounts between a half and three quarters of an inch possible. Friday night. Showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm before 2 a.m., then a chance of showers. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 48. North wind around 10 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 70%. New rainfall amounts between a tenth and quarter of an inch except higher amounts possible in thunderstorms. Saturday. 
a 30% chance of showers, mainly before 8am, partly sunny, with a high near 57. Saturday night. Partly cloudy, with a low around 44. Sunday. Sunny, with a high near 63. From the Daily Yonder and Public News Service, this is the news from rural America. I have seen many sharp young people be overlooked because of their geographic location. Shanika Williams is pushing back on a New York Times story that depicted rural schools as mismanaged and failing. The Michigan State University educator worries a rush for change could make matters worse. And if a policymaker reads that, then that person is probably going to be for more district consolidation where communities get decimated. Williams co-authored a rebuttal to the Times story with Mara Casey Teakin, Associate Professor of Education at Maine's Bates College. The headline was The Tragedy of Rural Schools. And this is not a school tragedy. This is a policymaking tragedy. This is a resource tragedy. Rural students graduate high school at rates higher than the national average and outperform non-rural students on national tests, including math and reading. In the Black Belt of Alabama, Uniontown finally has money to fix its crumbling wastewater system. But many of the small town's predominantly black residents say they've been left out of crucial decisions and worry funded projects won't see the light of day. The public hearing to get the ideas and get the concerns of the people, it never happened. County Commissioner Ben Eaton says sewer systems have been out of compliance for decades, not unusual in communities with high levels of poverty and a low tax base. Coast to coast, the pandemic sent farmers reeling. Corn prices dropped drastically. That's farmer Ethan Whiteside in Queenstown, Maryland. But it was no different in Iowa, where the state's Farm Bureau has been scrutinized for piling up cash while farmers scrape by. The Midwest Center for Investigative Reporting found the nonprofit's revenues climbed nearly 200 percent the past decade, more than any other farm bureau, even while many growers struggled. That includes cattle ranchers, who say they can't stay competitive because four U.S. companies purchase and process roughly 80 percent of America's beef. I think there is a potential that they'll be forced to sell off some plants because they have just a little bit too much control. Mark Watney with the North Dakota Farmers Union is promoting the Fairness for Farmers campaign, arguing the federal government needs to address consolidation in the beef industry. October festivals abound, but there's nothing to match the one in Banner Elk, North Carolina. They're off, they're off, they're running! The Woolly Worm Festival features fuzzy caterpillars who are said to predict the severity of winter's first 13 weeks. Let me tell you about this worm that just won. A small speck of snow the first week, a little bit the third week. Some 20,000 people will worm their way to this month's 44th annual festival. For the Yonder Report and Public News Service, I'm Roz Brown. For more rural stories, visit dailyyonder.com. News Source 1 Michiana is still your station for happy and whole in him and school and community. News from Sylvia Stark. Michiana Racing Coverage still expounds with Ron Barash and we give a hearty station welcome to Fred Webster who will cover Plymouth and Rochester News. More is coming next. Welcome to 2021 Talks, where we're following our democracy in historic times. This is the first key step toward moving our entire freight, transportation, and logistical supply chain nationwide 
to a 24-7 system. President Biden announced Wednesday the Port of Los Angeles will begin 24-7 operations to address supply chain bottlenecks. He said the port has nearly doubled its hours of operation. A squeezed global supply chain and a truck driver shortage have led to shortages of computer chips, appliances, and other consumer goods, increasing price tags. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. These commitments will move more goods faster, including toys, just in case you were wondering, uh, appliances, my kids are, and furniture that Americans purchased online or at their local small businesses. Vice President Kamala Harris met Wednesday with the Prime Minister of Barbados, Mia Motley, who talked about strengthening the Caribbean region's relationship with the U.S. on climate change, combating drug trafficking and human rights. There is much that we can work together on, looking to see where both countries can help each other. We have traditionally provided persons who have come here to work, The Supreme Court Wednesday appeared poised to reinstate a death sentence for Jahar Sarnayev, convicted of helping carry out the 2013 Boston Marathon bombings. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer. Uh, They uh, agreed he was guilty. Their only claim was don't give me the death penalty because uh, it's my brother who is the moving force. The U.S. Court of Appeals in Boston upheld Sarnayev's convictions, but ruled his death sentence could be overturned because the trial judge had not questioned the jurors closely enough about their exposure to pretrial publicity and excluded evidence concerning Tamerlan Sarnayev, his older brother and accomplice. A House committee investigating the January 6th Capitol attack subpoenaed Jeffrey Clark, a Trump ally and former Justice Department employee who urged its leaders to investigate former President Trump election fraud claims. Experts say the move indicates the committee's interest in learning more about how Trump attempted to pressure top officials over the election during his final days in office. Dr. Anthony Fauci, President Biden's chief medical advisor, said Wednesday more employers should implement vaccine mandates. So, I mean, we don't like to be telling people what they need to do with regard to vaccines, but we know that mandates work. Two new analyses suggest the 2020 census may have undercounted black Americans at a significantly higher rate than usual, anywhere from three to ten times greater than a decade ago, raising concerns about whether minority communities could lose out on fair representation and funding. I'm Nadia Ramlagan for Pacifica Network and Public News Service. Find our eight trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy at publicnewsservice.org. This is News Source 1 Michiana, Elkhart South Bend, 